All right. Welcome back to another week of beautiful NFL football. Uh, we're on week 16. The NFL is chaos, and we wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, teams are still getting upset. The Cowboys lost to the Jaguars. We're going to talk all that and so much more. We're going to get you ready for week 16. A lot of playoff teams uh, in, out. We don't know. We're going to find out. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We got a special guest this week. We're, we're joined by Tony Steggs from the Skull Purple Podcast. Uh, so stay tuned. Hit that subscribe button. Snickle and Doc. Tony, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, Viking fan in the house. It's nice to have someone outside of the NFC South with us. Uh, nice to get a, a new perspective, if you will, from the fandom uh, territory. But uh, how you feeling? Uh, I mean, did you have to get have a defibrillator standing by for uh, for you guys' uh, Week 15 game? Yeah, man. Uh, well, first off, thanks for having me, Drew. Oh, really appreciate it. Big fan, of course. Uh, you know, it was, um, it was an interesting weekend. That's for sure. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. If I was not running a Vikings podcast, not sure I would have watched that whole game. Of course, I'm very thankful that I did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at about halftime, I, I got with my co-host and we were texting back and forth. Actually, we were on Twitter doing a live thing and, uh, we had talked about just doing a fan line right, right at halftime. And I told him, I'm like, no, you know, because if there's anything weird that happens, we got to talk about it. And yeah. uh, thank goodness we did. But yes, I am uh, currently sending out a petition uh, for the team to start subsidizing Lipitor for all of our fans. <laughs> That's so, fair. That's fair. So, yeah. Nice. Well, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Thank you so much for stepping in. Our uh, our lovely co-host, Sean Sudler, is on vacation with his family celebrating the holidays. So shout out to Suds. We miss you, buddy. Uh, but Tony is stepping in for him uh, graciously this week. So let's go ahead and get into our week 15 recap. Uh, Got to start off with Thursday night football, man. 49ers get a huge divisional win against the Seahawks. Yeah, man. Uh, big win. Big win for the Seahawks. Um, or excuse me, it was a was San Francisco Seahawks, wasn't it? So yeah, big win for San Francisco. I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, obviously, you know the Seahawks are clinging to life. Um, the Niners look scary. I just think the wild card with the Niners, and this is low hanging fruit here, is Purdy. Right? Can right. Purdy continue to look like a steal? Uh, where he was taken, which was Mr. Irrelevant, you know, last in the draft. It's a great storyline. Um, you know, I'm a little jaded, uh, of course, because I think that the, the NFL likes to push these a little bit. So I don't know if he's for real. Gotta have a or backstory. If it's just something cute. Yeah, you can't, gotta have a backstory. Can't be a star in this league without a backstory. Come on now. Exactly. Who wants Baker Mayfield to succeed? Uh, <laughs> well, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just think, you know, that was a. Uh, it was an interesting game. I'd really love to hear your take. And I've been waiting all week to talk to you about this, Drew. 
how are you feeling as a Carolina fan watching McCaffrey do what he's done? It, are, do you feel a little like a scorned lover or is it like, look, this guy's talented, do what you got to do? Complete opposite, man. I am the proud ex. I am, um, you know, go shine CMC. I, I love yeah. Him. Like my um, wife slept with Ryan Reynolds. So I, that way to go, babe. Right. Good for you. <laughs> like I'm, I'm proud of you. 108 yards and a touchdown. Just San Francisco's using him and it's great. And he's not getting run into the ground. So I appreciate that, man. Like it was, it's one of those where we broke up because we knew we were toxic for each other. So I'm sure. happy that you're shining. So I love to see it. I, I mean, of course, you know, if we do build up our team and become a playoff team once again, and, you know, get beat by them in the playoffs, then, you know, I might sing a different song, but for right now, you know, I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm glad he's shining. And like you said, this 49ers team is scary. Yeah. Well, as a Vikings fan that's looking at the playoffs now, uh, I'll be honest. I don't want to face the Niners. I don't want to face the Cowboys. I know we'll be talking about a few other teams. I basically don't want to face anybody. I just want to we uh, uh, buy and tell the Super Bowl. Is that that's possible? I yeah, don't know. yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go ahead and talk about it. Next up on our recap, Vikings have, have historic, historic comeback versus the Colts. Uh, if you're Matt Ryan, you've now been on the worst, the the bad end of the worst comeback in uh, Super Bowl history and regular season history. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Ryan is, I kind of have a feeling that Mar Matt Ryan might be doing Campbell soup commercials next year. Uh, I don't know. I don't see him coming back you, from this. How can you come back from it? And the thing is, it's not really on Matt Ryan. I, I don't think, right. uh, I think it's a little bit on coaching and, you know, not to take anything away from my squad. A lot of things had to go right. And a lot of things did go right. And they played well. Uh, these guys played their hearts out. I mean, it was crazy to watch uh, live because there was at least three or four players, Patrick Peterson, Christian Derrissar, left tackle. Uh, I think even Jefferson, another one of our receivers, KJ Osborne, all went down at some point in the fourth quarter yeah. with cramps because it was just, these guys are gassed. I mean, yeah. you go into halftime going, okay, so, you know, we just get a couple of scores, like five, Start and then we away. should be fine. Chip, chip away. Chip, chip away. But so no, is that a wild. is that a is that a huge shot in the arm as a as a Vikings fan to 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 be on the good end of that ridiculous comeback? I think so, and I think what helps, and this is one thing I've told our listeners on our podcast and just people around me, is that I think the extra day helps. Uh, I'd be a little worried. Love Saturday, and not football. to say that I'm not entirely not worried, but you know, there you obviously have a game like that. It you tend to have that hangover. And I think with that extra day, it just gives them a little more time to, to regroup, obviously recover uh, with them playing on Saturday. So um, yeah, obviously a big matchup this weekend, but yeah, you know, I think it's a good win for the team. It was a, it was a win that they earned versus, you know, maybe backing in where, the other team you know, there's a, yeah, you know what I mean? I guess you could say the Colts messed up in the second half, but yeah, it was quite the ride. But I mean, it, they didn't hand it to you by any means. You had, like you no. said, your team had to execute, and you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just insane, you know. Yeah, so yeah. no, riding high as a as as a Viking fan this week for sure. Uh, well, stay tuned because I got a feeling I know who Tony's matchup's gonna be. So uh, <laughs> we'll 
lock in with us. Uh, next up on the docket, Bills take care of the Dolphins in the lovely snow game. Love the snow game. Uh, shout out real quick to the Bills, uh, le- like grounds crew for the transformation they did on that stadium prior to the game. Uh, but Allen, 304 yards, four touchdowns, 77 rushing yards. Again, we've said it before on this podcast. We'll get to- Tony's take on this in just a second. A uh, little uh, concerning that Allen is leading the team in rushing week after week after week. Um, but yeah. How did you feel about this game? Yeah, obviously big win for the Bills um, and big loss for the for the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins, by all accounts, uh, I felt like they would not be eight and five at the, at this point. Um, right. So, uh, and and obviously they've lost to some good teams, my team included. Uh, but <laughs> but ultimately, right? Uh, I just felt like this team was trending in a direction where they weren't going to be flirting with 500. And I get that we still have three more games to play and, you know, they could, they, Hey, maybe they win the next three. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and it's 11 and five, right. Like, I don't know, but I just think at the end of the day, Tua has, you know, regressed a little bit back to the mean. I think that that offense, you know, look, these defensive coordinators make a ton of money for a reason. And it's their job to figure out other teams' offenses and how to beat them, how to stop them. And I just think they've been figured out a little bit, and it's up to Mike McDaniel to basically have a counterpunch, much like the Vikings have faced in the last, you know, three or four weeks where I feel like teams have started to figure out the Vikings' offense with Kevin O'Connell, first-year coach. So, yeah, yeah, I just – I think that it's more than it's a big win for the Bills. I think it's a bigger loss for the Dolphins. That's fair. A little shining light in their loss. Uh, Mostert had 136 yards on the ground, so that's that's pretty. Ooh. Going yeah. against a team who can't point, get anything on the ground. You mentioned this, and I, I didn't want to just breeze over it. You're talking about the rushing factor with Buffalo. Yeah. Um, I, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I really like Devin Singletary. I, <laughs> I yeah. have drafted Devin Singletary in my fantasy team teams. Yep. The last two years, Same. because every time I watch him, he looks like he's got speed. He looks like he's he's aggressive. He's got the power. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they're just not using him properly, but I will fully admit I don't watch all the Bills games. Yeah. So there could be games where he just looks like trash that I don't know, and and he just plays up for the nationally televised games. I have no idea. Well, I feel like a lot of it has to do with they just don't try. Like there's a lot of times where I'll look at the stat sheet and he got six carries. And you're like, uh, yeah. what? Like you just didn't even care. <laughs> you're like, just let Josh Allen drop back. He'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he goes for like, you know, two yards, one yard, negative two, three yards. And they're just like, eh, yeah, we don't have time for this. Nope. Yeah. We're passing from here on out. Josh will run it when he sees fit. Dawson Knox time. Yeah. Which touchdown this week? That's you don't see that much. So I he's another one that I look at. I'm like, why are you not better? <laughs> like right. statistically speaking. Yeah, that hair is amazing. What's with the yeah. tight ends and the hair these days? That I'm seems a as, theme. As a fellow uh flow uh yeah uh connoisseur. Uh I love to see it. Love to see Long it. hair don't care. Love it. Don't care. Uh, you know who don't care anymore is uh Mr. Campbell and those Lions because they keep winning. Get a solid win versus the Jets. 
uh jared golf 252 yards and a touchdown also mr uh i think it was uh raymond the wide receiver with the uh, punt return so two mm, touchdowns yeah. and two field goals gets it done against the zach wilson led jets Ooh, yeah yeah uh obviously as an nfc north foe and a team that just beat us two weeks ago uh big win for the lions drew you and i talked about this team way back i think it was week two week three and we said it then i think this team has talent i like uh dan campbell i i think he's good for the league i think he's good for the lions same again as a vikings fan i don't want to see them yeah. hurt my team like, calm down all right but we're but, pulling for you but not that much exactly and if it's not my team i have no problem pulling for the lions like i i i'm totally honest here if the vikings and the lions somehow make the playoffs and the vikings just take a big old dump at the 50 and the lions you know make some noise Dude, I will be a Lions fan. I'm not buying a jersey, but right, I'll right, be a right, Lions right, fan. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they've got, yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown. You've got uh, Jamal Who's, Williams. Who, I, I bowed yeah, out of the yeah. playoffs this week, uh, but St. Brown was a big reason I got there in the first place. Oh, he's been phenomenal. So in one of my leagues, I'm still alive. I've got Justin Jefferson and St. Brown, oh. and uh, they've been just, just taking, taking down clubs. Brown. And then I got Jefferson Ooh. in another league. So it's, it's been good. Been good year. Yeah. So I'm, I'm loving the lions, obviously big win against the jets. I, I will say this much though. Um, I think if Mike white starts jets might've won that game. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. Stay tuned for housekeeping notes. Got you an update coming from the jets QB room. Um, uh, the upset of the week, possibly Jaguars stunned the Cowboys. Oh, Trevor Lawrence. Is he coming into his own? 318 yards, four touchdowns, one pick, but man was slinging. Yeah, I don't know about you, Drew, but I uh, I have slowly and surely uh, become a bit of a, a Trevor Lawrence Duval? fan. Yeah, I've become a yeah. Jaguars fan. I like it. I like ETN. I'm I, like, I like it. Yeah. Zay Jones, yeah, I'm an squad. ECU guy, so hey. Yeah, and Khan's got a phenomenal mustache, so you got to love that too. I just want to twist a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah. yeah so, and, no, I, I like Lawrence. I think uh, Lawrence is one of those guys that's proved me wrong a bit. Yeah. Uh, he came in the league and I thought, eh, like this is just another, just, it's not, just another sunshine. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now, nah, man, uh, he's been, he's been good. And I think what it comes down to is some good coaching. I mean, yeah. Doug Peterson's done a good job with that squad. I think he's done well with um with Lawrence and I think Lawrence has some talent. That just goes to show what good coaching can do with a young quarterback. Yeah. Uh, the whole look culture. At, yeah, look at Dable what Dable's done with uh Jones and the Giants. I would say Lawrence is a much more talented quarterback than Jones. I'm just saying look how a good coach can coach a guy up. Yeah. So no, I'm a, I'm a fan of Lawrence. Yeah, huge win for the Jags. Uh, good for them. That's another team kind of like the Lions where it's like, how do you root against the right, Jags? Right. In my weird twisted mind, I'm pulling for a Lions Jaguars Super Bowl out here. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That 15 people will watch. Yeah, right. Oh man. I don't even, like people in Detroit and Jacksonville aren't even watching this. Like 
Uh, all right, well, let's check in with the the AFC West a little bit. Um, you got the Chargers beating the Titans. Titans slipping a little bit. Raiders beat the Patriots. Broncos beat the Cardinals. Chiefs outlast the Texans. This was the division we thought we were going to get at the beginning of the year. And finally, in week 16, they all get W's in the same week. Yeah. Yeah. How about that Raiders game? Oh, man. What an idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you? Like, oh. we Because we saw him getting tackled. We were like, all right, overtime. And then he, he lateraled it. And I was like, all right, a couple more yards. But then Jacoby's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was one of those moments where it was like, did he forget that they're tied? That was what I, you know, like well, he'd said, in the, honestly, he said in an interview yeah. where he's like, oh, he's like, he lateraled to me. So I thought, oh, we doing this. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it was. He just, he thought that the game was on the line there. So he's trying to make a crazy thing happen, but it definitely felt like, uh, you know, Drew, you and I grew up in the same area uh, of the country and it felt like one of those games on a Saturday on a hot North Carolina summer where your buddies are just like, let's just throw it around and tackle each other. Yeah, like, that's what it felt yeah, like. Yeah. It was like, and, oh, you just scored a touchdown. Should we go inside and eat sandwiches? Yeah. And no one had less fun than Mr. Mac Jones. <laughs> uh, He's running back to mom being like, they're picking on me. Yeah, exactly. They just kept throwing the ball. And then the I threw the ball and they scored a touchdown. I in no way, shape, or form have ever considered myself a Patriots fan and or an Alabama fan. So the cards were stacked against Mac Jones and me coming into this league. But for some reason, that goofy walk at the draft endeared me to him a little bit. And he did okay his rookie year. So I felt a little bit okay about pulling from Mac Jones. But just like early in the season when the camera would cut to Aaron Rodgers, I'm sick and tired of this whining and complaining and yelling. Every time the camera catches this dude's face, he's like, you know, like, and it, right. it I, I kind of felt it warmed my heart a little bit. Like, like the Grinch, my heart grew three times. Seeing Chandler Jones just, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I, I will buy into the idea that the Patriots, for lack of better phrase, are, I just think as a culture, they're just they've been too far up their own ass for a while yeah and at the end of the day uh it's you know it's not brady anymore and brady as we've kind of figured out you you love or hate brady he obviously was a very big key component to that ball club um did he make that system better absolutely but the system itself didn't make tom brady and that's been very apparent and Matt Patricia on the offense, like, I just don't, I still don't understand it. Oh, did you see him just like, <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones, he was walking back to the huddle. Patricia's trying to call plays and he basically, yeah, I mean, he, he didn't do him. it, but him. yeah, it was like giving him the bird. Like, you yeah, know, dude. I think he kept the out team out too. Like they were going to punt it. And he was like, no, <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. Like yeah, kudos go grow, to Mac. Go grow another Jones neck for beard sticking, <laughs> for sticking up for himself i guess i don't know uh, i will say patricia and andrew luck have the most elite neck beards in <laughs> nfl history uh, uh. it's on a tickle it 
All right, we'll check in with one more division and 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 move on uh, to our next segment. NFC South, man, someone's got to win this division. Uh, Bucks lose to the Bengals. Panthers lose to the Steelers. Saints beat the Falcons. I mean, one of them had to win. I was pulling for a tie, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but it's a weird that it's – I don't want my team to win this division. I don't want them to win eight and nine. You know, we had that we had that seven, eight, and one season. I don't I don't want that again. Yeah. I mean, obviously I have no skin in the game here because the Panthers are not my team, but I I just I'm I'm done with Tom Brady. Like I want him to just be done. Like I feel stop. like our like usual just... co host Sean, who is a Bucks fan, might be done with Tom Brady too. But he's more I upset mean... with the coaching than anything. If I can, the yeah. man, the man was like, you know, I'm playing another year, and his wife's like, well, I'm leaving, and he was like, all right, like that's no, go be with your family, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Stop. This yeah. is not even Bruce Arians is like, I'm out of here, Tom. Like I don't know yeah. what what's going on. Giselle called me. It's getting awkward. I'm I'm gone. So <laughs> Antonio um, Brown left. Yeah, he's sending out retired. snaps. It's not a good time. Yeah. Um those frozen feet um yeah i'm so anyway my point is is i'm pulling from carolina i think it'd be super cool to see carolina win this division <laughs> because it would just be the most like basically on? they're just like you know what we don't need our head coach also our good players get those out of here too <laughs> and then that's <laughs> fair that is fair that is fair. yeah i feel like it's gene hackman and the replacements you guys got keanu yeah. reeves out there yeah I mean, bearded Darnold's a whole different guy, so I'm enjoying it right now. But I'm okay with it because I'm not sold on any of these quarterbacks in this class. So I'm perfectly okay with us winning our way out of drafting one of these projects turned top three draft picks for some reason. I don't. I, I was high on Will Levis early on, but he did not end well. I think CJ well, Stroud's the only okay quarterback in the group. I think Bryce Young, I know we've quarterbacks have defied the odds, but I truly think he's too small and he's going to be injured a lot once he starts getting well, popped. The thing is, Drew, and I, I'd love to see some statistics on this. How many quarterback, how many successful quarterbacks, and obviously you'd have to have a metric for success, but we'll just say successful quarterbacks have come out of the second and the third round as opposed uh, to the top over five. <laughs> exactly. Like it yeah. almost as a Vikings fan, it makes me like almost fear what we're going to do in the post Kirk cousins era. Cause it's yeah. like, I don't want us to take an early, I, I hope we take a guy in the third round and, you know, maybe he gets a sit for a year. Yeah. I want to see what uh, Matt Brown still got as a Panthers fan. You know, we drafted him in the third round. Might as well see yeah. it out. I still wish we would have got Sam Howell, but you know, that's a topic for another day. But. Yeah. So it's just, I, I, but I get you. I mean, and all kidding aside, Drew, I am, I totally get the logic where you don't want a team that's trying to rebuild, continue to win enough games where they become, I don't want to say irrelevant, but, but yeah, they don't, then all of a sudden they don't get a great draft pick. And it's like, now you're stuck in this perpetual loop of mediocrity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which, I mean, we talked about the quarterback situation, but boy, wouldn't it be nice to get a top tier 
O-lineman, you know, defensive end, or, you know, just somebody that's going to, because those guys do tend to work out well. Generally I truly, speaking. truly want us to get like the sixth pick and just take okay. the best player available. Yeah. Like play the board. Don't go in there with that much, like have a game plan, you know, but like we have so many holes in this team. We're playing well. That's why I'm kind of leaning towards bringing Wilkes back because the team has responded to him. And a lot of times, like the Raiders, we've talked about it, me and Sean did last week, about how the Raiders messed up chemistry by bringing in a shiny new head coach as opposed to a guy that got the job done. So I'm I'm leaning towards wanting Wilkes to come back, but I want us to start, like, we're playing well, but we still have so many holes to fill in this team. Like, our, sure. our, our little bit of success is kind of like blinding fans to the fact, like, no, we're full-on rebuild. We need a quarterback of the future. We need all kinds of stuff. This ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I I get it. As a Vikings fan, we've been in that spot. I think we're we're getting a little closer to being back, to be yeah, honest, yeah. in the in that spot again. So uh I'm with you. At some point you need to have a crap season. And that's been kind of the Achilles heel for my uh my squad is you're always right there generally yeah they generally have they're never terrible it's right. always like either they're good enough where they make a little noise you're or right outside just, the playoffs exactly and it's just it's a recipe for again mediocrity i'd rather have you know to endure a two and you know 15 season uh, and then maybe have another year that's a four and 12 and you know you slowly yeah. kind of build towards it um the panthers yeah. had the perfect game plan to this bad year good year bad year good year bad year good year have a good year restock good year restock good year and it worked for us yeah. <laughs> but now we're having a lot more bad year and not capitalizing i love that one draft we did all defensive players we've kept a lot of those guys around i'm happy with it but a little, a little miss as of late you know um, yeah let's get into some housekeeping notes uh news and notes from around the league first off is the main headline on everything uh jalen hurts dealing with a sprained right shoulder uh has not been ruled out against dallas but might be yeah man uh obviously that's a huge blow for uh for philly i'm trying to take a look unless you know right off of the uh Right off the top of your head here, who would actually start in place Minshew. of Garner Minshew? Oh, yeah, really? Minshew Magic. Oh, all right. Minshew Madness is going to come out with that American flag bandana on. You oh, know yeah. he's got the mustache primo and ready to go. He's got to dip in, just ready to start calling some plays. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Eagles do get tight end uh, Goddard off of IR, and he could return this week. So that's Ooh, big that game. is big. Yeah, that's big. You know who loves him? Old Garner Mintry. Oh, yeah. He loves that check down tight end. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, I think without Hurts, this has got to be a Cowboys win. Um, I know the <laughs> Cowboys are going to be coming off of that Jags, that Jags loss. Yeah. Certainly the Eagles are a good team. But I think Dallas is a pretty good squad, and they're going to be super hungry and uh, certainly looking to get right. So – Actually, now that I look about it, it is in Dallas too. So I mean, that yeah. just again. Yeah. I if, mean, they're in if, Jerry World. If so. Dak cannot throw a pick, it's so many picks, and he didn't even play the whole year. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, man. I, I think it's a it's a big game, obviously, for uh, for Philly. But, uh, you know, somebody asked me earlier today. I just keep bringing up the Vikings, and I'm so sorry, Drew. <laughs> but they asked me, they're like, they heard the Hurts news, and uh, immediately, you know, I get a text. And they're like, what do you think, man? You think we, we could still get that one seed? And I'm like, in order for the Vikings to get the one seed, the Vikings have to win out, and the Eagles have to lose out. Like yeah. that's not gonna right. happen. Like not feasible. So uh, no, I I think watch it happen. They may though, lose this weekend. Into existence. <laughs> I just think the Eagles may lose this weekend. But at the end of the day, they'll they're also probably looking at the probability of the Vikings winning out, which yeah. isn't awesome. I was about to say, we... don't rush Hurts this week. If yeah, if, like if you sacrifice a week for the greater good, it is what yeah. It is. I think I just think they're probably gonna look at this this game as Dal and Dallas, especially on that defensive side of the ball, they get a little chippy. You got Micah Parsons who likes to get physical. Yeah. Just, I bet they're looking to stay healthy this weekend. And if they lose, they lose. I don't think they fear the Vikings. So don't try to get in a a, a smash ball campaign with the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Jets QB Zach Wilson to start again on Thursday night. White still not cleared. He sought out multiple doctors trying to get cleared. He wants to play so bad. Yeah, you got to love Mike White and the passion, man. I think Mike White, from what I've heard from some of the analysts I've listened to um, and some of the articles I've read, I I think he really believes he has the talent to be an NFL starting quarterback. And I'm sure he looks at this like this is my opportunity and I don't want these games to pass me by because this yeah. is the time for me to showcase. So gotta love a guy that has all the passion in the world to play the game. Certainly. And, and the other thing that was nice, and this is the difference between him and Wilson. I watched some of that Detroit jets game. My, uh, Mike white was still on the sideline, man. He was cheering. He was getting in there. I mean, like he was still into the game. He wasn't moping around you know, texting 45 year old Cougars. I mean, he was, he was into the game, man. And uh, so at the end of the day, no, I'm, I'm a big Mike white fan. I yes. think that uh, it'd be cool to the see team's him been wearing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Free Mike white, but no, it'd be, it'd be cool, man. I just like, would like to see him be able to play. It's too bad that we have to endure another Zach Wilson. Cause he's just the most boring. He reminds me of lactose free milk. Like, I don't uh, know, it's milk, but it doesn't have the good doesn't stuff. doesn't have the bite of milk. You know? Exactly. Uh, defending Super Bowl champs, Rams, mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, man. Uh, as a Vikings fan, it's funny. I just, the Packers are like Mike Myers to Vikings fans. <laughs> like, he's just, every, you, every time he goes you down, and you think he he's dead. Right there. He just, he just shows up. He's peeking around a bush, and that's uh, that's what Aaron Rodgers is to Vikings fans. So, no, I was watching that game, and I know it was – somebody told me, they're like, well, it makes more sense to want the Rams to win. And I'm like, no, I want the Packers to go 0-17 and every year. I don't care. Uh, so, no. That's I, how I you feel know, about the, the uh, Falcons. So, I hear you. The Falcons, yeah. yeah. So, it just – you know, it is what it is. Uh, it was – it was kind of a boring game, really cold, you know, looking at Sean McVay. Sean McVay is a higher voice than I thought, by the way. Think, <laughs> what you think any chance he brings it back up from last year and retires? 
Or you think oh, he wants you... to go out higher than this? Oh, you think you're talking about Rodgers? Nah, McVay. Remember McVay was there talking about McVay. He's young, but he might retire after the Super Bowl last year. Really? Yeah, no. rumblings of him and Donald riding out into the sunset together. <laughs> no, I think McVay's too much of a competitor. Yeah. I think he loves. I think he loves the coach. Um, I will say this much: he's been figured out a bit, and I know they've had a ton of injuries and whatnot. So, right. I will say this: if I'm a Rams fan or I'm a Rams owner one more year, one more year. And I'm not saying he's going to get fired, but I'm just saying that seat's going to get pretty hot. If they get into like halfway through next year and they start having a bunch of problems still, uh, because then it starts to go like, okay, is, Peterson is effect. he got fired. What? Two years after the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So I just think at the end of the day, he'll be around. I do like McVay yeah. much like Campbell. I love the energy. I love him getting, you know, being able to, to show a little passion on the sideline. Um, is it a little cheesy at times? Does it become a little bit of a shtick? I think a little bit, yeah. but I do like it. I think he's good for the league. Uh, you know, even though he looks like a guy that probably wore two polo shirts in high school. Yeah. And who's someone who's uh, might barely be 40. I don't know if he's still under 40, but has a ridiculous coaching tree already. Yeah. Our coach, you know, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and just to clarify, I didn't mean he only owned two polo shirts. I mean, he wore them on top of each other. The double collar. The double uh, and popped. Uh, Packers release wide receiver Sammy Watkins, uh, but don't fret all the Watkins fans out there. Rames scoop him up after they themselves have to put their wide receiver Duvernay on IR with a foot injury. The Rams picked him up? The Ravens, my bad. Oh, the Ravens, the Ravens. Yeah, the yeah. Ravens. Okay, Ravens. I was yeah. gonna say. I guess we were just talking uh, about the Rams. What Ravens like? Rams. Yep. Yeah, like, nah, wa- Baltimore, like a Baltimore Watkins. Got Watkins. <laughs> so I guess he returns, right? Watkins was with them uh, last year, or the year before. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, Sammy Watkins is one of those players that I think a lot of people were high on early in his career. He just couldn't stay healthy. That's all it was, and and Human I don't know. I mean, really Clemson. I, I mean, the guy obviously is immensely talented. It's just, yeah. I think it's being able to stay on the field, and then I personally think when you get guys like that, it becomes a situation where they're in that perpetual cycle of new teams, new coaches, new playbook, and they just can never find their footing. So you add that with the injuries, it's not really a recipe for success. I don't care what yeah. the position is. Yeah. Uh, staying with the Ravens real quick, head coach Jim Harbaugh vo- vo- voices confidence in his staff, uh, even though fans are angry at offensive coordinator Greg Roman, who's been there forever. Why are you just now mad yeah. at him? He made Trent Dilfer I- win a Super Bowl. I don't know if he was there that long. Ago, <laughs> <laughs> I just Anytime we talk Ravens, I love bringing up the fact that Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I remember watching that Super Bowl, and uh, that was – Okay, what was that? Was that Super Bowl Baltimore and No, Flacco Baltimore. was the 49ers, so Yeah, it was Baltimore that that Super Bowl. I'm I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. It yeah, was... he's only been with the Ravens since 2017. So that, that definitely wasn't a thing. <laughs> well, I'm looking at this Trent Hill for Super Bowl right here. Come on, we gotta we gotta find 2000. it. Wasn't here we go. 
Giants. They beat the Giants. It was the Giants. Yeah. What a dumb Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. What a <laughs> Yeah, no, what that I remember that team, a crazy good defense. And that's, you know, what's funny is as a, a NFL fan, every team that has a year where the defenses play really well or their defense plays well, but the offense is kind of shaky, that's the team everybody points to. Or that fan base will be like, well, you remember that year with Dilfer? You know, he could throw for 40 yards and we'd still win games. And uh, yeah, that was just yeah, such a boring. Lewis murdering people. Yeah. On the field. Hey, hey, hey. Allegedly. Allegedly. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. He had a lot of sex. Yeah. Uh, last housekeeping note, and we will get out of here. Steelers expect quarterback Kenny Pickett back uh, against the Raiders this week. Yeah. What a, what a barn burner. Uh, I'm just happy they didn't put that game on Thursday night football. Like, that's because if that doesn't that feel like a that Thursday night like game? That feels like a Thursday night game. Uh, as long yeah. as we don't get another Colts Broncos, I'm okay. Yeah, I don't know how they're marketing these Thursday night football games. They've gotten better, but it definitely it's just feels hard to like, flex a hey, Thursday night game. So they had to sit. You in know, this, you know, you know how you like football and you want football in the middle of the week, and you were like, "Yeah, we do." And then they go, "Well, we sort of have that for you. Come to Thursday some weeks, night football. Some weeks not. <laughs> yeah, both six and eight. Uh, technically." technically i think still in the hunt with the yeah. raiders right not, we love um, this term around here not mathematically eliminated yet that that's right so you're saying there's a chance so um saying, uh, we love a good two percent chance one <laughs> percent you're done sorry but two yeah you're you're out of here for that um yeah obviously that's not a great matchup the raiders are just such a weird ball club actually let me ask you this drew so with the raiders do you, because I feel like people are in, you're in either in one of two camps, Josh McDaniels sucks or Derek Carr sucks. Which one is it, Drew? Ooh, I, I'm, I'm team Carr on this. I, I've, I've never been a McDaniels fan. I think he's a great offensive coordinator, terrible head coach. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think Carr's got a lot of talent. I think we've seen it in previous years. Um, you know, love him or hate him. I think he's a uh, bit of a, a Baker Mayfield in that if you hurt his confidence, it takes a lot to get him back. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, and the fact that Josh McDaniels wears a visor, I mean, that's worth Instant at least negative points. Oh, I mean, Vegas puts him down three points. Actually, the fact because that of the we visor. still make visors blows my mind. How about the visors that have like the hair attached to the top? Why? Just wear a hat. Exactly. We're obviously yeah, I'm, I'm here. with like, you. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Carr is, uh, I think Carr is the winner uh, in that. It, for me, that camp, yeah. that discussion. Just got to get him more Josh, weapons, dude. Like, I know he's got yeah. weapons, but the, it just seems to me, to be, like, now I'm talking to myself. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's got to be McDaniels. Because, look, just they got what they need on offense. Like, yeah, the offensive line could be a lot better, but. Jacobs is a great running back. Renfro's an, a great slot receiver. Waller, if he can stay healthy, he's one of the best tight ends in the game. They obviously have the be the best, arguably the best wide receiver in the game. So it's a like, great fun. question because it's got to be one or the other. <laughs> Either Carr is just severely screwing this up or McDaniels don't know how to use this offense. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I think that Josh – who was the team – 
who was the team that McDaniels was supposed to go to? And then up the ninth hour, he was like, you know, nah. Was it the Colts? Wouldn't it, what, yeah, I was going to say it was the Colts or the Chargers. I couldn't remember which one, though. I think and it was, he was the like, Colts. No, thank you. Yeah, because they hired Frank he, Wright after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they got to, in, I think he got to Indianapolis and uh, he was like, what is this? A Culver's. And then he just was like, no, I'm going back to it. They don't have lobster rolls here. Where's the mm. Boston market? Going back. All right, well, Boston this is my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite segment uh, we do. It's three and out. Uh, each down, I'll ask you a different question, see how you feel about things. So, Tony, first down, does the NFC East or the AFC East get more teams in the playoffs? Ooh. Ooh, that's a great question. All right, so we got NFC East. We've got Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders. Commanders. The Commanders. Which we still love Washington football team around here, so. <laughs> that's right. I just, every time I hear Commanders, I tend to think of James Cameron, and it's just like, you know, Ron and Rivera's up- Assemble. A little um, bit of my stoner mind every time I hear the commanders goes, who? Oh, yeah, who? Washington. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, and then uh, so the other team was AFC East. So East. each East. Which each East, East wins the battle? I'm going to go NFC East. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go NFC East only because of a little bit of the weakness that we've seen from the Dolphins and the Pats. And I just think the Jets are a little too young. That's another team I really like. Uh, I, I, like I love what they're doing on defense. Sauce Gardner is amazing. Um, love the passion that that kid plays with. He's going to be a star. Yeah. But I just think they're a little too young. Uh, I think the Patriots, again, Some might I mentioned. Some need, need White to be healthy for them to do anything. That's right. Yeah, get Mike White back. I think the Patriots are just a bunch of turds. I said that already. In Miami. <laughs> uh t- Tua, you know, Tua's gotta, you know, Tua's gotta get back to what we thought would be elite form. So I'm going NFC East. I like it. I like it. All right. Second down. More likely to make the playoffs at this point. We're staying in your division here. Packers or Lions? Who's coming down? You think the Lions got more? Because it's only a game. It's only a game separating them. Yeah, I'm gonna say Lions because um because <laughs> rogers is a butthole no no i <laughs> no, no i uh no i like the lions i just think the lions are riding high i think the lions yeah. have actually i know they momentum. lost last week but yeah they're they're coming off of some big wins and i it feels like they have a game plan going into every week like it it feels like they, they have an identity that's the yeah. better way to put it yeah. whereas the packers I know they beat the Rams, but it kind of felt like they just kind of fell into that win. Like, yeah, I think yeah. that was more of the Rams being Sucky. such a sh- shitty team at <laughs> yeah, this point yeah, yeah. than it than it is the, the Packers being good. So, no, I don't see the – I could see the Packers losing to – forget the Vikings. I could see the Packers losing to Miami and losing to Chicago. And they still have Minnesota. So, uh, you know, I think that it's – I yeah. think it's Troy. And, again – this is a huge week for them. them. Huge week for yeah. them if they can win this game. Uh, all right, great, great. I, I mean, I was hoping you were going to say the Lions. Um, <laughs> third down, you got a team around you minus a quarterback. 
and you want to bring in a veteran to see if you can go on a Super Bowl run. So you got one year contract. And the, unfortunately, you decided to do this too late in the game. So a lot of the free agents are scooped up. So you got to go one year Super Bowl run with a quarterback. You go in Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz. Ooh, that is a tough question, but I'm going to, as I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm pretty decisive in my answer. Some might call this going the Carson, Colts conundrum. I'm going Carson Wentz. And not because I hate Matt Ryan. Uh, it's just in this league today, you have to be mobile. And one of the biggest issues with Ryan is he he's just got cinder blocks for feet, dude. Um, you know, the guy looks like he's trudging through mud. And so um, not only that, his legs look like they're thinner now. And I feel like those knees are just going to snap. Uh, yeah. But no, and and not, and I'm not a Wentz lover. I just feel like you might be able to hide some of the Wentz issues schematically. You yeah. know, if you've got a great run game, if you've got a good offensive line, um, you do a lot of motion, you maybe get him out of the pocket a little bit, try to manage some of the errant throws, but ultimately he could be, I think, a better game manager than a Matt Ryan who, again, just can't leave the pocket. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going Wentz. I'm going Wentz too, so I can bring in uh, Taylor Henneke and take his job. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I do love me some Heineke. Heineke's yeah, like dude. a more successful Minshew. Yeah. Yeah. I wish he was. I know. I don't want to hold him back because I love what he's doing with Washington, but I still wish he was a Panthers backup for sure. Oh, for sure. All right. Fourth down. I'm going for it. Last down. Since I got you on the podcast, I got to ask. In your heart of hearts, in your third eye, ultimately, how far do your Minnesota Vikings go this year? Ooh, great question, Drew. I think I answered that so professionally, didn't I? That was a wonderful <laughs> question. question. Thank you, sir. Mr. Harrison. What a fantastic question. <laughs> I, I really think this is going to be, I will explain. It's a little bit of a cop-out answer. It really just depends on who we play. I think if we catch the commanders, I think we can win that game. I think if we can catch the Lions even, even though they beat us, I think that's a winnable game because it would be at home and, you know, the Vikings aren't a bad team. Yeah. Boy, I, I think if you catch a healthy Philly team, I think that's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, our defense is just so bad, Drew. So I think the ceiling, I mean, our defense is so bad, Drew. It's like, have you ever, have you ever gotten home and you're super excited to eat your KFC and you set it on like some napkins and then you pick up the chicken and you can see the, uh, the, the table cover under it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how good our defense is. Uh, It's about as good as the, yo, it's a wet (laughs) napkin. So the deal is, is that we can't, we just have to hope we go up against a team that has some inefficiencies on offense. And then our offense is good enough because we've got a lot of talent outscore. on the offensive side that we just kind of outscore the other I team. Would, I would love to see a Minnesota Philadelphia just shoot out. Oh, and I would love it if we beat them because I mean, for obvious reasons, but 
boy, it still stings from that 17 season, that magical season with Keenum and the, and the Minneapolis miracle. And then we go there. The Super Bowl was in Minneapolis. And we, we, we were could one have been game the first away. team to play at home. They just trounce us. Of course, we were riding high. We were doing the skull chant yeah. out on the stupid steps where Rocky was. And then they started throwing batteries at us. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, you guys they love did. each other is what you're saying. They did. They were nice admiration for each other. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I think they were double A's. Um, (laughs) Oh, you know, slightly smaller. Yeah. What are these D's or C's? Well, they're (laughs) just the C. I couldn't find find my boom box for the D's. (laughs) Um, No, yeah. So I guess the, the real answer to that question, Drew, is that depending on the team we face, we could see a first round exit. If we get the right matchup, I could see us getting into the divisional round and uh, you know, I don't know. I could see us. I think the ceiling, the ceiling is probably the NFC championship game. At that point, you're facing a great team and I just don't think we can do it. If we make it that far, I'm going to be crazy happy. It'd be brutal to have to play the 49ers and Eagles back to back weeks. Oh Yeah. Purdy time, you know. Are you yeah. you feeling pur- Have they started doing that yet? Have you heard any grumblings about no, you feeling purdy? And maybe I'm sure that's they just are in me. San Francisco. I don't know. Yeah. Well, because why I ask the question is because that's what I do when I get to, uh, go into the bedroom with for my wife. I do this do the feeling purdy thing, and I trademarked it, so oh. I'm gonna sue if they start ah, doing. Okay, I'll keep an ear out. Mm-hmm. For yeah, it's a husky little dance I do. <laughs> uh well, Tony. Um, uh, guest gets to go first. So, which matchup uh, are you intrigued by this week? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a homer this week. Uh, I am gonna go with the Vikings Giants game. Obviously, Vikings got playing playoff implications. Many playoff implications, and the thing is about this game too is the Giants really need to win this game because they need to stay in the hunt. Uh, obviously, they got the big win. Uh, on Sunday night uh, was the Sunday night game. Wasn't it Sunday night was the Giants game? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. great game. Uh, so big win for the Giants. The Giants just seem like a team that I, I you know, we talked about identity. I think they've, they're in that same boat of, I, I think they've lost their identity a little bit. Um, things started to not go well. They started trying to get cute. Once they start to stack up some losses, that didn't work. And now I think they're finally getting back to what, what worked originally. So Which is I'll be honest, as a Vikings <laughs> fan, I'm a, I'm a little worried. I think Saquon's a good, uh, a good running back. I'm, I'm worried about their D line. I mean, boy, I don't know if you watched Thibodeau just, just, just wrecks the Sunday night football game. Um, So I'm a little worried about Kirk cousins and, you know, if his, if he's going to have still have a torso after uh, the game on Sunday. So we'll see, man. <laughs> um, yeah. It, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. currently line on this game is the Vikings are picked by three and a half. Again, it's at home over unders at 48. Uh, of course, in true Vikings defense fashion, Daniel Jones, I'm sure will look like Brett Favre. Uh, he'll, the gunslinger Daniel Jones. 112 yards rushing and you know throw for 280 yards as long as he falls on himself running to the end zone again that's all i care oh, about. That, i love that'd that be great play. that was great i love it just, yeah ooh. the best part was just nobody's around him. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who had a more disappointing season? Uh, Kenny Galladay or Carson Wentz? Ooh. Boy, that's a. I, I would say Galladay because, at least from my perspective, I didn't expect Wentz to really do much. That's, but I thought Galladay actually was, was so like, low. it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, he didn't do anything. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah. But Galladay, I felt like he, you know, ever since he was in Detroit, obviously he was drafted by Detroit. I was like, this guy, this guy's got some talent, man. And uh, and I get he hasn't had the best quarterback play, and that's a big factor. But, you know, I something. mean, at the end of the day, something's something. done all right. Yeah. And you look at, uh, you know, I just go back to, I mean, look at guys that have done well with crappy quarterbacks. I mean, you had, um, I'm thinking of my own team, uh, Diggs had to endure years with Teddy Bridgewater. And I, and I, I'm a big Teddy guy, but Teddy's just not, he's not a, he's, he's just not, not like a, a down the field thrower. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? Um, so if you've got talent, you'll make it work. And yeah. Uh, I just think he might be done. He kind of reminds me of, uh, in a way, and I get it's different because there was drugs involved, uh, but but a little bit like almost Gordon in a way where it was like, this guy's got a ton of talent. And then what happened? I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a motivation motivation thing or who knows. Oh, what was that uh, Jaguars wide receiver back in the day that we thought was going to be the next? Yeah, we thought he was going to be the next Michael Irvin. Yeah, and then he just uh, kept drinking and driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, because he got arrested yeah. in the Jaguars like for like the fifth time. The Jaguars were like, we're done, dude. Yeah. Dude, come on, just call an Uber. Like, wow. And I, they, I don't think State they had team, Uber man. back then. They didn't have Uber back then, did they? Yeah. They, they had mm-hmm. to just call a friend, phone a friend. Hey, we were Hire in North Carolina. We, uh, Yeah, I would have gone and picked him up. Right. Come yeah. on. I would have picked him up in my, my Daewoolanos. <laughs> Uh, my matchup of the week also has playoff implications. We're staying in the NFC. Sorry, AFC. We talk about you enough, okay? It's NFC's time. Uh, my matchup of the week, Washington football team. I'm not saying the commanders. At San Francisco 49ers. Uh, could also be, at, in a weird twist, if some things go the right way, a first-round matchup uh, that we get to see here in week 16. Playoff spots on the line. 49ers seem good in the West. I don't really see the Seahawks bouncing back and taking them out. Uh, Washington needs to fight off the Lions and the Packers and said Seahawks uh, after losing to the Giants. A little little more on shaky ground. Um, And I just – the Commanders, if anything, have a pretty pretty good defense. And this 49ers team has just been blowing through pretty good defenses. So I'm intrigued to see who, who breaks this week. Yeah, and, and ultimately that matchup is really just going to be dependent on, again, what are they doing at the quarterback position? Can Purdy continue to be this guy that just came out Aren't of nowhere? Aren't so cynical, though, like just from past and like our NFL brain, we're just waiting yeah. for him to fail? <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, think I'll about this, bad. Drew. Drew, I, I think about this regularly, and it makes me feel like a bad person. <laughs> So imagine we had people that talked about us like we talk about these NFL players where they're like, look at this guy, Tony, man. You know, he just comes out of nowhere. Just give it a few weeks, man. He's going to be terrible. (laughs) And then just hearing that every week. Can't watch uh, SportsCenter. One of my favorite favorite things to do in the world is to watch SportsCenter. And I don't know. I don't think I could watch it if I like, 
you know, like, because if my team loses, I, I I have like a 24 hour like blackout period for yeah. Sports Center. So like, I I couldn't imagine like if I ever made the not top ten, I would be heartbroken. Yeah, look at Drew. This joke just did not land. Look at the fumble you know, delivery. I feel like if he's got a few more shows that don't go his way, he may be on the trading block. And then you're just thinking to myself, like, babe, we're gonna we might have to move. Like, I don't know. I gotta change scenes. This is crazy. Yeah, exactly. Basically, what I'm saying is don't ever get married. No. Um <laughs> no, it's it it is crazy though how we talk about these guys. And we know what everybody makes too. Like, that's the other thing. Look at this guy, he's playing like crap. And what is he making? You know, yeah, <laughs> imagine yeah, yeah. if you just dig into our finances like yeah. that. Oh, this guy. That's why I love all the players that are like, I don't care about your fantasy teams, man. <laughs> like, yeah. be mad at me. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. I can't blame him. But you know what? We're fans. This is what we do. And it's fun. And it's and it really is all in good fun. At the end of right, the day, right, right. Uh, these guys have a job to do. And, and uh, we, we still get it. love but, them. Yeah, but still, Purdy, if you don't get your shit together, <laughs> you're out I of the league. Be, I think he'll be just fine. I think, he's, I think he's gonna be fine. great system it works for him he's in good hands with shanahan i think he's and he's good. not expected to do much and i you feel know? like he's doing not much way better than jimmy garoppolo was doing not much yeah and that's not a slight against purdy don't get me wrong i just mean if you've got a guy that has talent with talent around him you don't need him to do much because you can let the playmakers do what they do Right. So, how, you know, I mean, how many like you're seeing it with Dak and Dallas, you know, they're just asking him to do too much and he's turning the ball over. Same with Matt Ryan in Indianapolis when Taylor had a wash of the season, I feel like. So you yeah. ask talented quarterbacks to do too much. You overextend them. You get turnovers. Agreed. All right. Well, at, at least I don't have to look Sean in the face this week while we make locks because I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you, Tony. I'm not doing good this year because the chaos that is this NFL season, you think you got a team figured out and then they blow out a team that's on a five game win streak. This season's been chaos. So I've found that when I make my picks for locks, the crazier I get with them, the little bit more of success I get. I like it. Like I, I like pull, it. I pick the low hanging fruit, and that team loses, and it kill it. It devastates me. Yeah. No. I. I mean, look, you got switched up every once in a while. Like just last, we always pick a winner and we always pick a loser. Last week, Sean went two and zero. He picked the Bengals to beat the Bucks. He picked the Panthers to lose to the Steelers. And I went one and one again. Uh, Lions beat the Jets for me, but then the Giants did not lose to Washington. I was pulling for Heineke and Washington. I thought they were going to beat the Giants. Did not happen. So uh, this week, we're not counting records. Uh, we're having an exp- exhibition between me and you. But I'm currently sitting 15 and 15, while Sean is crushing me 21, 8, and 1. Ooh. Yeah. So just oh to boy. give you some context with how my picks have gone this year. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, Drew, you get a high draft pick next year. There we go. Look at that. Uh, but, uh, Tony, who do you guarantee – We'll start with the losers this week. Who is losing for sure this week? I'm going to go loser this week. Loser this week's got to be Chicago. Um, You know, I get that it's in Chicago, but they're playing Buffalo. 
Buffalo still has a lot to play for. You talked about the AFC uh, or that division with uh, with uh, Buffalo and Miami. Uh, they've got to continue to play well. Uh, so I, I see them rolling. Uh, I think Chicago doesn't stand a chance. I like what they're doing in Chicago. Uh, yeah. I just think that it's too big of a matchup. Does it help at all if Fields plays? Like no. change your mind and all. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, oh, no, it does not change with, your mind. With they might just lose by a little less. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I got the Panthers. It breaks my heart to say, but I got the Panthers losing to the Lions this week. I feel like yeah. I'm cheating on them a little bit, but it is what it is, guys. I'm sorry. It's okay. Your secret's safe with me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and plus, I mean, the Lions have something to prove this year. We got nothing. Get that draft. <laughs> Uh, who you got winning this week? So I've got, and this is going to feel like I'm being such a homer here. (laughs) No, I'm not going to pick the Vikings, but I'm going to take the next team that you think I would take as a Vikings fan. I'm taking the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are going to beat the Packers. Uh, Again, they're in Miami. We talked about the fact that Green Bay just doesn't have an identity right now. And I, I just, that offense is not clicking as yeah. bad as, as the Rams are like that team should have, you saw it last night. I mean, there were just, there were so many opportunities where it felt like if it were the old Packers, they would have just demolished that team. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. Rogers is getting older. Yeah. I don't think the coaching is as good as it should be. So no, I, I have Miami winning that game. Yeah. And then, I mean, I feel like if the Dolphins can stop the run, then Green Bay's in a lot of trouble. Yeah, and Dylan Dylan's hurt. Yeah. So, and not that Aaron Jones is bad, but it's it helps when they have that one-two back, you know, or one-two punch, if you will. Yeah, definitely can't lean on him harder. He'll be he'll be joining Dylan in the blue tent. Yeah. Uh, I got the Thursday night game. I'm going Jags beat the Jets. I'm full Ooh. on going for, with the Jags. I, I I don't trust Zach Wilson. I do trust Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I want to see Zay Jones go off. I want to see Kurt get some catches. So let's run it up against the Jet, the good Jets. But and put we get we get that a rising Jets secondary with, you know, some studs with Garner and May back there against a, yeah. a fun wide receiving core with the Jet with the Jacks. So I'm excited about these matchups. Even like the personal in the trenches matchups. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it should be good. It should be a lot of fun. I like the the pick there. Wilson makes all the difference. Again, if you look be, at the I would be way less inclined to make this pick if White's playing this week. That's yeah. For sure. <laughs> I did look while we were just chatting here. I looked at the Madden rankings. You know how they do Madden rankings? Mm-hmm. I looked and uh, I did confirm uh, for Wilson 0% lactose. So I don't know if you he got a, did get a zero in the lactose column. Yes, love it, love it. Oh, Tony, thank you so much for joining us this week, stepping in for our buddy Sean on vacation with his family. Uh, where all can they uh, find you in your uh, your your Vikings podcast? Yeah, man. Uh, so you can find us on all the socials. So it's Skull Purple Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok maybe on a flyer on a windshield somewhere that's a possibility i like the marketing Um, scheme here 
Exactly. We just throw them into the wind to see what happens. That's what I'm saying. I, just, um, I pick random addresses and mail them stickers. That's what I do. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I just rent a helicopter and just start throwing out swag. Yeah. I take out and a coins week. too. I, I take a week out of you know to Myrtle Beach and fly the planes with the the messages behind them. You know that's how we get oh, most yeah. of our followers. Exactly. And uh, but yes, Steggy, I, I co-host on the show. I run the social media on that particular podcast for myself personally. Of course, I'm on all the socials as well. Tony Stegman, find me on Twitter. Check out TikTok. his TikTok. So funny, so funny. Yeah, you will not be the upset TikTok. We have a lot of fun on TikTok. It's Steggy Stories on TikTok. So yeah, lots of fun there. Uh, I do go live every once in a while. I've been known to have a few adult beverages and go live for hours on end playing Madden football mm. on TikTok. I so, know we got some Madden fans listening, so definitely find yeah. them out. Yeah, come on, let's do it. But no, thanks again. I really appreciate it, Drew. It was great course, being on bro. the show. Yeah, dude. Uh, and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to do it again with you sometime. Sounds great, man. Uh, and as always here with Nickel and Dime, uh, follow us on Twitter at Nickel underscore Dime FB and on Instagram at Nickel underscore Dime Football. You can find me personally on Instagram at Laugh with Harrison. Uh, and most importantly, we're getting to the nitty gritty of the season. Hit that subscribe button. Get locked in. Let Nickel and Dime finish the season with you. We'll see you next week.